Good morning, Marketplace. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Um, my honor and privilege, again, to be before you. Um, you're just so excited about the opportunity to dig into the word of the Lord on this Lord's day. And I want you guys to go ahead, begin to share this video, get it out to your family and to your friends. Let's get some virtual house church going. And please get out your notebooks. I pray that you have been following along in this series with us. So get out your notebooks, your pen, your paper, and uh, go ahead and begin to uh, prepare yourself and prepare your heart to receive. We want to make sure that we are all in one accord in one place as we move forward and dig into the things of the Lord. Today, let's jump right in. I want you to head your paper as we have been on this series, Silent No More. Um, I want you to go ahead and head your paper with the following statement. Know the target, hit the target. Go ahead and head your paper with that. Know the target, hit the target. And so as we move into this, this word for today, I know that we have been in a series regarding our words. I know we've been in a series regarding our words. We know that the Bible says in Proverbs, death and life are in the power of the tongue. They that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. We also know that the theme for this year has been that we want to see what the Lord has said. And I also understand that that means that we have to align our lives in every area with the will of the Lord. So it's very important that I kind of start 
on this, this message today with this particular scripture. So go to Ephesians chapter six, Ephesians chapter six, uh, very familiar verse 10, Ephesians chapter six, verse 10. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might, put on the full armor of God so that you will be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. The devil has some schemes for our struggle. Watch this. Our struggle is not circle or underline the word not. Our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. I want to read verse 12 again. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. Places. So the scripture is telling us here, we're not fighting against flesh and blood. Remember, I had you title your paper, know the target, hit the target. We're not fighting against flesh and blood. Now, that does not mean that there's not a fight, but it does mean that we need to be keenly aware of what exactly the fight is. So there is another enemy. There's another enemy that we should be focused on. And I, and I want to say this to clarify that it is possible, hear me, during times of turmoil to lose sight of the right enemy. It is possible during the fog of war to lose sight of the target. And, and, and when you lose sight of the target, when you are, uh, when you are unaware or when you have the wrong enemy in your sights, watch this, no matter how many spiritual bullets you are sending down range and no matter how many times we hit the wrong target, listen to what I'm about to say here, our inability to focus our attention on the right thing causes the problem to remain. Let me say that again. Our inability to focus our attention on the right thing causes our problems to remain. Third time, our inability to focus our attention on the right thing causes our problems to remain. Let me let me step one more step here because we are not wrestling against flesh and blood, but that doesn't mean that we're not wrestling. Um, good friend of mine, Dr. Daria um, Graham, she said something that is very, very profound here when she was talking. And, and it, it, it made me think about this truth. Just because God has his hand on a thing, that doesn't mean that there's not going to be war associated with it. One more time. Just because God has his hand on a thing, that does not mean that there is not going to be war associated. As Christians, we oftentimes will turn our back or move away from the things of God because we think that everything that is difficult is automatically demonic. There are some things where the difficulty is a strategic part of the necessary journey to what God is trying to get out of us through the call that he has called us to. So 
Let's do this. Some of us that I'm talking to right now, hear me. Some of us are still dealing with a problem. I said still dealing with a problem. And we're not dealing with this problem because we want to. And we're not even dealing with this problem because we're not declaring the word. But I would like to posit that many of us who are listening to me right now are dealing with circumstances and situations because we keep directing the word to the wrong target. I'll say it another way, just so that we can wrap all of this around the current series that we are on. It is possible to speak the word, but receive no benefit because the words that we're speaking are misdirected. It is important that we first know the target of the word, say know the target, and then after we know the target, I have to direct the words to the target. We're going to dig into this further. Know the target, hit the target. The last time we were together, go ahead and turn to Isaiah 55. The last time we were together, I gave you three faith points regarding the word. If you didn't get to hear that message, I believe that was Wednesday. Just go back one message. I gave you three faith points regarding the word. And I want to recap those faith points, if you will. Isaiah 55 verse 10. Isaiah 55, verse 10. All right, let's read. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return there without watering the earth and making it bare and sprout, watch this, and furnishing seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so will my word be, which goes forth from my mouth it will not return to me empty without accomplishing what I desire and without succeeding in the matter for which I sent it. Now, let me go through these three faith points. Number one, they're right here in the text. The word of the Lord has a harvest attached to it. We see it in verse 11. So will my word be which goes forth from my mouth. It will not return to me empty. There is a harvest attached to every word. Number two, the word of the Lord has a guarantee. I'm going quickly. You can go back to hear the full message. The word of the Lord has a guarantee. It says in verse 11, it will not return to me empty without accomplishing what I desire. And then number three, the word of the Lord has a set assignment. The word of the Lord has a set assignment. So right there in verse 11, again, um, without succeeding in the matter for which I sent it. When the Lord is within us through the baptism of the Holy Spirit, we're supposed to be speaking his word into the earth, salt and light. And so we have to deploy the word of the Lord with our mouth. But the target of our declaration or the place that we should be focusing the word should be to the to the uh, uh, cause and not the effect. I'll do that again. When I am speaking the word of the Lord, remember the word has a harvest, the word has a guarantee, and the word has an assignment. When I am speaking the word of the Lord, I need to be speaking to the cause and not the effect. One more time. When I am speaking the word of the Lord, Lord, you said this, I need to be directing that word to the cause and not to the effect. Know the target, hit the target. The effect, the effect of our issues is seen. So I see the effect. The effect 
of my problem is felt. And because of that, oftentimes the, the effect causes us to be reactionary. So, you know, this is what hurt me. This is what hurt me. And I, and I'm instantly reacting to that statement. I react to what you say to me. I react to how you treat me. I react to what you did to me. And so instantaneously, even if I believe that I am operating in God's will, some of us are misdirecting the word to the effect and not to the cause. So somebody says something that hurts our feelings, we respond to what they said as opposed to responding to why they said it. Somebody does something to us that we believe is disrespectful. We react to the disrespect as opposed to addressing the thing within them that even allowed them to be disrespectful in the first place. Sometimes we feel like we are being held down on our jobs. We react to being held down Instead of speaking a word to the cause of the oppression, please understand, oftentimes we are directing our word to the effect and we are missing the cause. What I am trying to teach us today is we're not wrestling against what we see. We walk by faith, not by sight. We have to be wiser than that. We have to be sharper than that. We have to be able to see beyond what we can see with our natural eyes. We can't just address what is bubbling to the surface as the effect. But I am saying, body of Christ, that we have to speak to the cause. We're having issues. Are you having issues with your children? If there's anybody listening to me having issues with your children, the issue that you see is not necessarily the target that you need to direct the word to. You need to come to the Lord and say, Lord, what is causing my child to act this way? And then you go to God in the spirit and you begin to say, God, I need you to show me the root of the fruit. I need you to show me the cause to this particular effect. Are you having trouble in your marriage? Don't just react to the argument, glory to God. What you need to do is you need to speak to the cause to change the effect. And what I'm saying to you, people of God, with everything going on around us, for those of us who have a responsibility to speak the word of the Lord, I am challenging us to speak to the cause and not just the effect. Please hear me when I say this. Please listen to me very closely. The effect gets likes. The effect gets a crowd. The effect will get you a news conference. The effect will cause people to gather around you. But when you speak to the cause, you are rooting out the very thing. When you speak to the cause, people might not understand the work that you are doing, but you will see a long-term change. The Bible declares in Romans chapter 12 that we are to be transformed by the renewing of the mind. But oftentimes, that renewing of the mind takes more work because renovation of the mind is a root issue, not a fruit issue. Are y'all with me so far? So the target, the target of my word has to be the focus. And I have to focus this word to the root, to the cause, and not simply to the effect. Know the target, hit the target, regardless of what you are feeling. Don't, don't be misconstrued by your feelings. So when I say things, 
Or when I hear people say things like this, maybe maybe some of you have said things like this. This just keeps on happening. Anybody ever said that? This just keeps on happening. Why do I keep going around and around in circles? Or this has been going on for a long time. It just seems to be over and over again. It's all I've ever seen. It's all I've ever known. Or how about this one? I keep talking, but the conversation seems to be going nowhere or yielding no result. I would like to be honest. I would like to be honest about where we are and where we are, you know, in this time. Many of us, we would love for this particular set of issues to just be over. But body of Christ, people of God, we're going to have to get to the root of this. We have to uproot the very core and it's going to keep happening. There will keep being different names attached to the trauma if we never get to the root, we can do anything that we want. We can pass all of the legislation. You can change churches. You can, you can uh, change relationships. You can get a divorce. You can go to a different marriage. But until you get to the root, you're going to keep going through the same thing. You can change your hair. You can change your outfit. You can have a rehab. You can have a makeover. You can change schools. You can change jobs. But until you learn to know the target and hit the target, you will continue to have to go through the same things. How many times, people of God, have we gone through the same merry-go-round? Matter of fact, let me speak to the, to the issues of our day. How many people, how many times have we heard of people in uh, a particularly uh, innocent situation who have been pulled over when they weren't supposed to be pulled over, targeted when they were not supposed to be targeted, killed when they were not supposed to be killed, old, young? How many times have we seen this same story unfold? And we keep saying, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's going on? What's... Listen, we're not going to fix the problem by fixing the effect. Glory. We only fix the problem by fixing the cause. And listen, we as the body of Christ, we should be going to God for the strategy saying, God, what is its name? What is this demonic principality? Glory. What is this demonic principality, this stronghold that is holding up the oppression of your people in the earth? What is this demonic principality, this stronghold that is holding up sickness, that is holding up famine, that is holding up poverty in our nation? God, show your people, what is the demonic stronghold that is holding it up? And then we, as the people of God, need to direct our spiritual warfare to the cause and not the effect. Because watch this, if if if, if the effect has no fuel, it cannot continue. I'm, gonna, I'm trying to teach us how to eradicate and walk in the newness of life and to walk as the new creation and to have life more abundantly. We got to, it's, it's easy to complain about the effect. It it is easy to, to fuss about the effect. It is easy to get angry about the effect. You know why? Because the effect is immediate. The effect we can see. The effect is tangible. But we, the people of God, the called out ones, the disciples, the contrasted path walkers, the narrow path walkers, those who are walking in the newness of life, we got to look beyond that. We got to walk every day as those who have the mind of Christ. And we have to beg God and say, God.
God. We are coming to you as the scripture said, when you declared, if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray, seek my face and turn, seek my face and turn. Please notice that seeking the face of God is seeking his character, seeking his way, seeking his will. And when we do that, we get information that is necessary for us to turn from the demonic atrocities that are holding us down. Hear me, hear me, hear me, hear me. You got to know the target, hit the target. Somebody write that in the comments. Know the target, hit the target. Let me give you a natural example. Let me give you a natural example. Then I have one more scripture. Because I know what I'm saying um, for many of us is difficult because it, it, it's like this. We are oftentimes reactionary. We, we immediately react to the thing that is right before us. I'm challenging us to get deeper than that. Know the target. Hit the target. So natural example. I noticed a leak in the ceiling in my home. It's leak over in the corner and I noticed it. And eventually this particular leak, uh, it, it caused some damage in this, in this portion of my home. A portion of the ceiling gave way. So the leak is annoying. The leak, watch this, caused damage. Listen to this one. The leak even puts a demand on resources, sometimes resources that we have allocated for other things. So now there's this, there's this visible, tangible, ugly little section in my home, in a visible place, in a visible place that needs to be taken care of. It needs to be taken care of. And, 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 and it's easy for me, you know, I could call somebody in, call a contractor in and say, patch that hole. Listen to me, people of God, patch that hole. Could you patch that hole? If you, if you notice there, you know, over in this corner, this section has been, it has broken away. It has fallen, come in, patch the hole. And, and, and that hole would look pristine until the next rain. As a matter of fact, it would probably look really, really good for a couple of rains until the water penetrated at the source location again. It makes no sense in the world for me to fix what is annoying, for me to fix what is damaged without fixing the root of the damage first. I can't patch the hole in the ceiling until I am first fully aware of where the water is entering in to begin with. The leak cannot be fixed by directing my attention to what I see from the leak effect. I have to direct my attention to the cause, which means I have to get someone in that is not even directly connected to fixing what I can see. See, you can get a contractor in, somebody who does drywall work, and they can fix the area in that ceiling for me. They can fix that. But that person is not a roofer. And the issue that I'm having with the drywall is related to something that's not connected to their skill set. It is related to the roof. So I got to get a roofer in to fix the cause. 
and the roofer is not going to be the same one that fixes the effect. Glory to God. The person who is able to fix the cause is not always the same one that can heal the effect. There are two different things. Now, every once in a while, God will send you somebody that can do both. They can get to the root cause and they can deal with the effect. But I, my challenge to you is this. Please hear me in the spirit. There are those of you who are so keen to try to bandage the hole in your ceiling because you don't want anybody to know that you have a leak. You're so keen to try to bandage what you can see, but now you're frustrated because now all of a sudden you got to continue to spend the resource because you never dealt with the root cause. And so you go from job to job and you never get that thing free. You go from relationship to relationship, but you never get free. You go from place to place, home to home. You done changed your phone number more times than you can remember. You keep trying to change to feel a level of peace because you're only trying to patch the hole without getting to the root of why the hole is leaking. Why are we going through what we're going through in this nation? Why are you going through what you are going through in your life? Why are your children struggling with what they are struggling with? And I'm telling you, people of God, know the target. Hit the target. It is up to us. And it's not like God is playing hide and go seek. Come on now. It is not like the Lord doesn't want us to know. He wants us to seek his face. He wants us to go after him with all of our heart. He wants it and he wants to speak to us. But many of us, many of us are not equipped to hear because we're more concerned with what people will think if they see the hole in your ceiling than what people will think if they recognize that you are unwilling to do the difficult work of fixing the cause. Know the target. Glory to God. Hit the target. Know the target. Hit the target. And then I'm challenging you before I go any further. Are your words speaking to the cause or to the effect? Are your words speaking to the cause or to the effect? If I fix that hole, I'll only have reoccurring damage. I got to fix the cause, the cause. So, so many of us are tired. Like we're, we're tired. I keep hearing it. Even I've said it, man, this is exhausting, but we're tired because we're busy buried under effects. I'm trying to get the people of God with our mouth, with our fruit producers to speak to the cause so that the effects melt away. Speak to the cause, speak to the root, get to the iniquity. Get to the bottom of that thing. Know the target. Hit the target. Let me let me end with Mark chapter 5. Go there. Mark chapter 5. I want to show you this from a narrative from the Gospels. Mark chapter 5. And let's look. I'll read the narrative. You know it. They came, verse 1, they came to the other side of the sea into the country of the Gerasenes. When he got out of the boat, immediately a man from the tombs with an unclean spirit met him. And he had his dwelling among the tombs. No one was able to bind him anymore, even with a chain, because he had often been bound with shackles. And chains and the chains had been torn apart by him and the shackles broken in pieces. No one was strong enough to subdue him constantly. Glory. Night and day he was screaming among the tombs and in the mountains. And 
gashing himself with stones. Seeing Jesus from a distance, he ran up and bowed down before him and shouting with a loud voice. He said, what business do we have with each other, Jesus, son of the most high God? I implore you by God, do not torment me. For he had been saying to him, come out of the man, you unclean spirit. And he was asking him, what is your name? And he said to him, my name is Legion. Look at this. My name is Legion for we are many. I'll stop there. Look at this guy. All of these behaviors. He's in chains. Nobody can hold him. He's cutting himself with stones. They're just trying to chain him. They just want to bind him. All they're trying to do is they're trying to handle the effect. But there was nobody that could speak to the cause. And so when Jesus is, is, is coming onto the scene, Jesus immediately did not deal with the chains. Hey, Jesus didn't deal with him cutting himself with stones. Jesus immediately talked to the cause. He used his mouth to cast the cause of the circumstance out. Instead of him saying, why are you cutting yourself? I know why you're cutting yourself because there is something in you. Because listen, listen, listen. Paul said it like this, you know, when I am weak, then I am strong. He understood that there was a duality. In Romans chapter 7, he talks about, I want to do one thing and I end up doing another. He understood that there was a battle going on between his flesh. And here it is when Jesus comes in, instead of Jesus immediately being consumed with the effect, instead of Jesus immediately being consumed with what he saw, Jesus immediately went to the root of the issue. What is your name? Not the name of the person bound, but the name of the person who was causing the the person to do what he did. You have to go through your life. You got to speak to whatever circumstance you have to have, whatever mountain I'm going to teach you on that Wednesday, whatever mountain is in your way, you got to speak to it, speak to the mountain, speak to the very thing, be specific, be specific. What is causing this behavior? And, and listen to me, before you start pointing out all of this stuff with other people, ask yourself, I hear you, God, ask yourself, what is causing me to always be offended? Why is it that I always think that people are against me? What is causing me to always respond in anger? Why can't I ever control myself? What is causing my behavior? Because sometimes the very thing that is within us is actually contradicting and coming against the very thing in somebody else. Please understand, the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy, and he is good at his job. But Jesus says, I come, yes, that you might have life and have it more abundantly. For everybody that is listening to me right now, if you will just ask the Lord, show me, show me where I am, show me the state of my heart, show me what I need to change, show me what I, where I need to be healed, show me where I need to be delivered, show me myself, God. Before I open my mouth for anybody else, Lord, show me what's going on in the root. Show me the root because listen, it is easy to justify our behaviors by looking at the atrocities of other people. But listen, the body of Christ in this season needs to know the target and hit the target. You cannot cast any pearl among a swine. Do not waste one more spiritual bullet. Do not send those, those prayers down range without having a target. Come on now, the body of Christ needs to get on one accord in one place. And we need to have an expectation that God is going to show himself that the glory of God 
is going to fill this place, that we will feel the glory of God in the temple. The body of Christ has to come together. I don't care where you are, what state you are in. I am calling for the people of God to come together and for us to speak to the target, for us to target the principality, for us to target the strong man, for us to target the rulers, for us to target darkness. Let us not target each other. Let us not target flesh and blood, but we got to know the target and hit the target. And we can only do that when we say, God, if there is anything that is not like you, cast it out of me. I'm talking about the body has to rise up and be who we are called to be in the earth. This is our time. This is our season. This is our moment. This is the time of revival, of a Holy Ghost shaking, of a supernatural outpouring. He wants to pour out his spirit upon all flesh. He wants sons and daughters to prophesy. He wants old and young to see visions. And I am asking us to rise up and get over these petty disputes. Get over these petty disputes. Get over these petty arguments. Get over all of this atrocity against each other. Come on now, people of God. Restore relationships. Go back to your sons and your daughters and repent before them. Get that thing right. Go back to your husbands and wives and get that thing right. Go back to your mothers and your fathers and get that thing right. I speak. Know the target. Hit the target. Some of you have not talked to your child in too long. Restore. Some of you have not talked talk to your parents in too long. Restore. Some of you are on the outs with your spouse right now. Restore. God wants to bring a healing to this nation. He wants to put a bomb in Gilead. But we have to know the target and hit the target and stop making each other the target. Come on, people of God. Let us speak the word with truth. Let us speak the word with power. And the Bible says these signs will follow them that believe. We need it. God wants to pour revival. Revival, Lord, revival. Revival, Lord, revival. Glory to God. Revival, God, revival. Revive us. Revive us, God. Allow us to get beyond the pettiness, God. Re allow us to get beyond all of the attacks on each other. God, revive us. Know the target. Hit the target. Glory to God. In the name of Jesus. Whew. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody just right wherever you are, just begin to ask God to create in you a clean heart. Right now, wherever you are, ask God to show you if there's anything in you that needs to come out. Right now, wherever you are listening to me, ask God to show you the target so you can hit the target and you can quit hurting your friends and your loved ones with friendly fire right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, you hear me? You see those all around, wherever they are, in their homes, their cars, listening to my voice. We speak repentance, God. Glory. We speak healing, God, in the name of Jesus. Wherever you are, hands lifted, surrender to the Lord. Come on now, God can move right in your room. Surrender. Worship before him. God, you see our worship. God, forgive us for shooting each other with friendly fire. God, forgive us. Forgive us for hurting our own. God, forgive us for talking so harshly out of our mouth. God, we got to know the target and hit the target. In the name of Jesus. Come on, wherever you are, just take this moment. Honor the Lord. 
Father, hear our prayer. Give ear to our supplication in the name of Jesus and for your glory. Come on, take a moment. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for another chance to get it right. Thank you for a chance to come into alignment. Thank you, God. If you need somebody to pray with you, reach out to us. Please see all of the information that you need right there on the screen. Glory to God. Just want to end you in this worship. We give you honor. Glory. Stay in this moment of worship. May God bless you. May heaven smile upon you and give you peace. Glory. This is my prayer. Know the time.